From Murphy to Mancio, extraordinary athletes, coaches, administrators, and contributors have impacted the North Carolina sports landscape. For some, their talents left an indelible mark. So much so, they are enshrined in the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. It's time to chat with one of those Hall of Famers who dared to be as tall and stately as our Longleaf Pines. Here is your host of 15 Minutes of Fame, Chris Edwards. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Fame. I'm Chris Edwards. This week on the podcast, we visit with Donnell Wolford, a 2021 North Carolina Sports Hall of Famer. Donnell attended Douglas Bird High School in Fayetteville, where he played three sports, before ultimately deciding on football, which took him to Clemson, where he was a two-time All-American and voted one of the greatest players in Clemson's history in the 20th century. Donnell then went on to play for Chicago, drafted by the Bears in the first round of the 1989 NFL Draft. We talk about his time in Chicago at some of those great Bear defenses, what it was like to play for Mike Ditka, and then going to Pittsburgh to play for the Steelers before finishing up his career in Charlotte with the Carolina Panthers. We talk about all that and more with a 2021 North Carolina Sports Hall of Famer, Donnell Wolford. Donnell, thanks so much for the time, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, let me start here. You attended Douglasburg High School in Fayetteville, played three sports, football, basketball, and track. What was it about football that attracted you and made you decide that, that football was a sport you wanted to stick with? I was always known to be a pretty good athlete. You know, like you just said, I, I, I played basketball, football, and, and ran track. But in some way, I just liked the, you know, football a little bit better because you know it was physical. Now, if I knew back then what it would do to my body now, I probably would have played something else. <laughs> <laughs> but you know I, football was my number one and then basketball and, and then track would be next after high school you played your college football at clemson what was it about clemson and that program that attracted you that made you want to spend your college career there i wanted you know danny ford recruited me coach mccorby recruited me and i went on a visit there and i just fell in love with the school I just thought it was like a, in a movie where you, you would get on a bus, we go around, we get off the bus, we touch a rock, cannon goes off, we run down the field. And I thought, I thought that was the coolest thing. And that was one of my main reasons I went to school there. But it was other schools that I was interested in, you know, some schools here in North Carolina. Chapel Hill was a nice visit, North Carolina State, East Carolina. But, you know, I decided to go, you know, go south and, you know, and and start my career there. You were a two-time All-American at Clemson, voted one of the best Clemson players of the 20th century. You're also in the Clemson Hall of Fame. As you think back on your time in Death Valley, is there a game or a memory that stands out as your favorite? Yes. You know, we beat Penn State and Oklahoma in the bowl games and did look over and see Joe Paterno and Barry Switzer those legends, those great universities, and, you know, was able to, you know, beat them in, in a bowl game. I thought that was pretty cool. You were drafted by the Bears in the first round of the 1989 NFL draft, started every game for the Bears from 89 to 96. You talked about it earlier. We know how hard it is to play football at such a high level and do it every single week. How much pride, Donnell, do you take that you were able to go every single week for all those years in the NFL? You know, Chris, I just – Try to take care of my body. I train hard, you know, and, you know, in the off season, I, I was trained. I always, I, pretty, I stayed in shape, you know, and I think that 
that credits me to you know playing as long as I did and being as solid and and and, and have a longevity in the sport and being around the right people, eating right, nutrition, and just taking care of my body. And because as you know, it's a very violent physical sport. You know, it, it take one play and then you, you could be done. In, in Chicago, you played with some really good guys on that defense. William Perry, Richard Dent, Mike Singletary, Ron Rivera, Jim Harbaugh. Uh, what was it like being in those meeting rooms and being part of those defenses all those years with the Bears? It, you know, I it, it was very intense. You know, when I first got there in 89 and first time I, I, I looked into Mike Singletary's eyes and he kind of scared me. I'm like, man, I better, I better have my stuff together. You know, I got in the huddle because I started my first year. And they were there, Richard Dent, Steve McMichael, Ron Rivera. And, and, you know, and I just, you know, I just didn't want to let them down. And they drafted me first round, 11 pick overall. And I just wanted to come in and perform and be, you know, because Bear – Football is no defense is you know is priority, you know in that town they they love the defense the offense Walter Payton, Jim McMahon but Chicago Bears is no is known for having great defenses. Let me ask you about the coach of that team. It was Mike Dicka who coached those teams w- w- with the Bears. What was it like playing for Coach Dicka in those days? Coach was you know he's he was hardcore. He's just you know you know if you didn't do your job he would get in your face kind of coach and you know and and i respected that and it got on me a couple times but then you know i just said you know regroup and and and, you know and and do the right things and play harder and and help my team and you know but coach was he's in you knew where you stood with him you know he didn't sugarcoat anything you know he's kind of fiery you were named to the Pro Bowl in 1993. What was it like to play in that game and be around all those guys who were so talented and be one of the best in the NFL in 1993? That was a special time, you know, getting to go into Hawaii mm-hmm. and taking my family and, you know, and it was just a fun time and, get, and getting the chance to play, again, you know, with all the top players in, in the world. You know, Deion Sanders was on – other side playing corner, and I was on one other side playing corner, and I thought that was kind of cool. Reggie White, it was just you know, it was some some great players, and and it was a fun trip. After all those years in Chicago, traded to Pittsburgh. How did you find out that you were traded? What do you remember about that day or, or that time, knowing that you were going to Pittsburgh? I was excited because I was going to leave one great organization and go to another one. And then once I got there, I mean, I. When I was growing up, I used to love to watch the Steelers, the Bears, and the you know Cowboys, and and I just thought you know at least I was going I was going to be traded to a, a, a football team that had great tradition and they they won and and I enjoyed it for a small a short time that I was there. I really enjoyed Coach Coward giving me an opportunity and getting the opportunity to almost get playing the Super Bowl. In 1997, we lost the Denver Broncos, and that was the closest I've ever gotten to the Super Bowl. So we played a game, you know, we want to get to that game, the Super Bowl, but that was the closest, and we lost. So, but I had I enjoyed that ride. You ended your career with the Carolina Panthers. Did did you kind of feel like it was a full circle ending to your football playing career because you you were able to end your career playing for the Panthers in the state that you grew up in? Yeah, yes, that was the Chris. That was yeah. I was excited about that when I left. Pittsburgh and came came here to 
the Carolina Panthers and, you know, Don Capers gave me an opportunity and um, I ended up getting hurt. And, you know, it was the saddest day of my life um, because I was close enough so people could drive to see me play, my family and friends. And but by me getting injured, that you know they you know they didn't get an opportunity to see me play that out that year because of I was preseason game I got hurt and then I was done. You you played corner as we talked about for your football career. You had thirty two career interceptions. What do you think makes a, a good defensive cornerback? In, in, whether it be college football or high school football or ultimately the NFL. I think preparation, preparation, and. Um, Staying and making sure your body's in shape, making sure that you you know you study the game, watch the watch study your opponent, and just go out and just and then and then go perform and play at a high level. Why did you ultimately pick cornerback as the position that you wanted to play? Well, I, I it kind of picked me, Chris, because I started in high school playing running back, and I was me Tim Worley and I were the best two backs in the state of North Carolina a year I was coming out of high school. But I played a little bit of safety. But I I, I always wanted to run the ball, and, and, and I did. But when I got to Clemson, you know, they had a line over. They had some some studs over there at running back position. And I said, well, I think I may want to try another position because I want to get on the field immediately. So I, I, I just I said, Coach, I wanna, I'm going to go on the other side of the ball. He had no problem with it. The rest is history. I think it worked out okay for you. <laughs> I think it did. <laughs> I, I, I want to circle back, Donnell, if I can, to the beginning of your football career and then kind of the end, too. You played for Bob Paroli at Douglas Bird and later coached with him after your playing career was over. How impactful has Coach Paroli been to you personally, but also to all the other young men that he had a chance to reach and touch over his football career? Coach Broly's touched a lot of our lives, players, coaches, you know, God rest his soul. He's going up to be with the Lord now. But he, when I, when I was, when we moved from Germany back to the States, because my dad was military, you know, my father wanted me to go to the best school and the best coach. And I'm glad he did. He, we moved to Dugsburg area, took me over there to meet Coach Broly. And the rest was history. He was just a great man. And, you know, and I got an opportunity once once I left there to come back and help him coach. And I thought that was really, really cool. And I was excited to do that, to come back and help him and have some fun and, 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 and pick his brain, you know, to, you know, so because one day maybe I want to be a coach down the road. So but that was that was good. He's a great man. I'll let you go with this thought. If you could impact an eight-year-old, a nine-year-old kid who, who wants to follow in your footstep and be a, a Pro Bowl cornerback and play at the highest level, what's the best advice you could give to a, a youngster that's just starting out in the game of football? Well, follow your dreams. And, 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 and you know, if you're sports or musician or, or, or actor, just follow your dreams and, you know, no, never let anyone, never give up on your dreams. And then you go for it and you work hard at it. And, and you know, and you trust in the Lord, and 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 you and your parents be respectful to your parents and the people that are older than you that have been down the road, and you'll go far. That's a perfect place, Dan Donnell. Thanks for the time, and thanks for all that you do for the Hall of Fame. 
Thank you, buddy. Thanks to Donnell for his time this week, and thanks to you, as always, for joining us on 15 Minutes of Fame. For the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame, I'm Chris Edwards. <laughs>